across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Hello, Rockstar Nation. Happy Wednesday. I am excited, excited, excited. As you can hear my strained voice, I thought I was losing my voice because I had a, some sort of throat cold after I jumped in the frozen lake for Special Olympics over the weekend. Then I, I looked at my asthma medicine. I take a daily asthma inhaler and it was at zero and I don't know how long it's been at zero. It's probably been a week and I'm like, that's why. So anyways... I'm excited to introduce this episode, Tommy Sowers and Solo Pro. There has been a lot of hype about this, and I think there is a lot of misunderstanding about this, and there's going to be a lot of discussion about this. I'm writing a blog right now that I'm going to post that is all about not only what does this mean for the listing side of the commission, right, which has always been a silent side. You know, you could take as a listing company X percent and co-op Y percent. But I'm writing an article about the co-op commission, right? Because as the agent, right, as the listing agent, we've always kind of recommended and pushed a certain co-op commission. Co-op commission that was competitive with the marketplace's other co-op commissions. But you got to think about what would happen if a seller had no guidance on where to put the co-op commission and suddenly they just started to decide, well, let me put it at this dollar amount today and then tomorrow I'll raise it by this dollar amount and on Thursday I'll raise it by this dollar amount and Friday this dollar amount. I don't care because I have control of it. And if I'm not getting any showings, I'll just raise it a little. If I'm getting too many showings, I'll drop it a little. Oh, a seller will never have control of the co-op commission like that. Well. It's not true. 10, 15 years ago, you never say a buyer would have control of the MLS. And look, buyers have control of the MLS today. More than ever before. So it's quite possible that a seller will get control of the MLS. And not only will the listing side commission implode or could implode if you believe what Tommy believes and you believe what SoloPro is spending money on and putting all of their hard-earned time, hard time and effort behind, you'll believe, they believe, that that side of the commission is going to implode and it's going to be to their benefit. What if you believe that the co-op would then implode right afterwards because a seller then has control of the MLS with this process? Something to think about. Let's talk more. I don't want to say too much. Let's talk after the show. Go to Facebook and go to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. The closed group. If, if you're not a member of the closed group already, just go into the group and you'll be accepted right away, approved right away. Just go to that. Go to Facebook and Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars group. And hopefully we'll have a conversation there. 
I want you guys to listen closely. If you have to, listen two times. This is a very, very interesting interview, and I want your opinions. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you on Friday. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest today. I have Mr. Tommy Sowers on the phone. Tommy is the founder of Solo Pro Real Estate, and man, are they causing some waves in the real estate agent industry. And if you are curious where the industry may end up in the years to come and where your commissions may end up in the years to come, you need to stay tuned and listen to this episode and find out what Tommy has to say. So without further ado, Tommy, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. So why don't you tell our Rockstar Nation about yourself, Tommy, so they can get to know you better. Sure. So I was born and raised in Missouri. I uh, Most of my career, or a big bulk of my career, I was in uh, the military. I was active duty Army for 11 years and uh, was Ranger qualified in the Green Beret. So uh, when, you, when we talk about taking on a large industry, I've, I've run a couple insurgencies before. Since then, I've done a variety of things. I, I ran for office uh, and I worked at McKinsey & Company and was a senior administration uh, official in the in the Obama administration. Um, and then when I left that and I was driving down to Duke to be a professor, I was sitting outside of a home that, like many uh, consumers, I had found online. And uh, like also many consumers, I didn't want to pay the full uh, commission. And so that was really the genesis of Solo Pro. Wow, that's amazing. So explain to us, for people that don't know, what is Solo Pro? So Solo Pro is no commission, on-demand, unbundled real estate. And we aren't a discount brokerage. We're not like Help You Sell or, or Redfin. We're not seeking to monetize the commission at all. Uh, we actually help facilitate the rebating of the entire commission uh, to uh, home buyers and uh, home sellers just purchase the services that they need. But one of the things that makes us different also in, in that we're not a discount brokerage, we're also very much pro-agent. Uh, I say all the time that the ash heap of history is filled with startups that think that they can do to the real estate industry what's been done in the travel industry and other industries like that. My co-founder is a top Remax uh, regional uh, real estate agent. He's sold over or nearly two hundred million dollars of homes. So not quite as much many as you, Pat, but he's he's been around there a little bit. And so we didn't want to just build something that was great for consumers, although Solo Pro is. We also wanted to build something that was great for agents, and Solo Pro is definitely that. So uh, I appreciate you having me on, and and uh, I know there's a lot of misconceptions out there, and I look forward to. Helping, helping to clarify them. Great. So let's start with clarifying the fee structure here, just so everybody's understanding this. So let's just say there's a house for sale, right? Sure. And without using percentages, I'll say the commission for the buyer agent is $7,000. Sure. All right. So you're driving past the house. You see this house. It has a co-op for the buyer agent that would equate to 7000 of the full price if they got full price. Sure. With Solo Pro, you're saying they could go on an app. They can get an agent to show them that house for 50 bucks. 
and then they could go and let's just say they let's just say they're an attorney and they're and they're confident and they would do all the other work themselves or they're not an attorney it doesn't matter they're just somebody who doesn't want to do anything else have anybody do anything else they would get a rebate of $6,950 in their pocket at settlement and the only cost is they paid 50 bucks for the agent to let them in the house is that accurate well, some of it was accurate, uh, but let me let me go back to your example. So they're driving down the, the road and like 97%, I believe, are searching online first. And the figure is getting bigger, the number of people that actually find their home, the exact home, and then they, they typically go to an agent. So instead of going to uh, and searching for an agent, what they do with solo pros, they say, I want to see 323 Elm Street tomorrow at noon. And then an invitation goes out to all of our uh, preferred agents that say that they show uh, homes in that area uh, at that time. And the first one to accept it gets matched up with that buyer. Just like Uber, just like Uber or Favor or any of these apps that are out there now, right? I just got a massage last week from Soothe. And basically, I went on Soothe and said I want a massage. A lady was at my house in an hour and a half. So it's the same thing, right? Well, it, it is, but it isn't. And here's a critical difference in why agents like it is that that invitation goes out to, uh, let's say, a dozen agents. And agent number one could, they all get it at the same time and it's first come, first serve. But agent one could say, oh, you know what? Tomorrow at noon, I've got the kids' soccer game and I really don't feel like making that money during that time. And so they pass on it. And the next one says, Hey, you know what? That's all the way across town, and my my time is worth more than that. But then the third says, hey, that's right across the street, or I want to make make money tomorrow, and so they accept it. And so that's one of the key differences. We built this so that agents could get, you know, I've been to a lot of agent training sessions, and yes, they're about, hey, follow my system, and we'll help you make money. But a big value prop is let's let's help you get back control of your life. Don't work 24-7. Don't be at the beck and call of every, you know, of every uh, buyer or seller that's out there. With my system, we'll get you control of your life. With SoloPro, you get back control of your, of your life. Uh, with SoloPro, it's not a, you know, we've got a radical idea that you should decide when, where, and how you work and radically get paid when you do. Well, you know, the way I look at it is this. I mean, there's a ton because the the real estate team that I'm still involved with, I sold to my partner five years ago, uh, does a ton of REOs. So I'm very familiar mm-hmm. with the REO world. And, and we'll list an REO property and it'll already have three BPOs on it. And the BPOs mm-hmm. are done by legitimate real estate agents that have traded their time for money for, yeah. for a $50 or $70 for a BPO. And this this is the same exact thing, right? If they go on a solo pro and they want a market analysis of their home, they could get that. And what does it cost? Yeah. So the prices are are fixed and the, the, but they can vary by zip code to zip code. And they range from, you know, $50 for a home tour up to about a thousand dollars to facilitate the offer and the transaction. And that's a real key difference, Pat. You know, we believe this is an important transaction. We believe it is an episodic transaction and that most people do need an agent's help somewhere along the way. But the person that needs a little help shouldn't pay the exact same amount that a person that needs a lot of help. So 
back to your earlier question of, of how all this happens. So one agent could show the home. Uh, if you really like that agent, you can rehire that agent to do further uh, transactions. But then a certain type of agent uh, are the ones that put in offers through close. And those are, those are agents that either have a, are brokers themselves, brokers in charge, or have an agreement for a 100% commission split with their broker. So then the, when the, uh, in the 40 states where rebates are, uh, where are currently legal, we're hoping the, the final 10 you know, come, uh, become that way, the rebate flows directly through the licensed and insured hands of that closing agent. It's reflected on the official forms. And so it's not that the buyer gets six thousand nine hundred fifty bucks back; they get the entire seven thousand. Oh, right, because they paid fifty bucks with their credit card, or PayPal, uh, right. or something like that. Yeah, that's right. So it's separate transactions that occur there. They so get the, we, they we, get a hundred percent of it, and yeah, and so then we, and then you have to work it out with their broker, and it, it, you're indifferent to that, right? I mean, if they're in a fifty-fifty split, and they're getting five hundred half of right, that you don't care, right? Well, the clearest way to say it is we abide by the rules and regulations of, of real estate industry. So we don't pay the agent direct. We, play, we pay that broker, very similar to the BPO. And then whatever split is that that broker uh, has, uh, they can, you know, they take their cut. And we allow the agent and broker to work that out. Yeah, because a lot of brokers won't take like a BPO. If they, if they took 30% of everybody's BPO and they got $35 instead of $50, a lot of agents would be like, this is not worth it. So I've seen... A lot of brokerages say BPOs you get 100% of. So what you're hoping is that they'll say, you know, if you go with Solo Pro, you'll get 100% of it or, or a higher split than a 50-50. Yeah, well, and, and again, it, it varies. I mean, we're, we're agnostic on that. I mean, we, we'd love for the agent to get it, but what we really want is we want harmony with, you know, between that agent and, and broker. So, but, you know, we've had brokers look at this and I mean, look, they, I don't want to say 85% of your listeners will wash out of uh, the real estate industry in the next five years because your listeners are folks that are researching this and studying this, but they know that, you know, of the 1.8 million realtors, 80, 85% of them won't be there five years from now. Um, and so a lot of brokers look at this much as they look at teams and say, hey, you know what, this is a way that I can help specialize, you know, my 10 people. So Jane may not be great at uh, selling homes yet, but here is a way to supplement her income and get her in front of clients with no prospecting, no marketing, and have her actually perform the function of real estate. And what's interesting is we've actually had brokers reach out to us who maybe are in a smaller shop and say, hey, I'd like to do this. I've got a, a client that wants an open house tomorrow and I don't have the bodies to do this. I'll hire one of the agents through Solo Pro, and they'll they'll conduct the open house, and they will get a licensed and insured agent to perform that service. Wow, wow! And so I know originally I had read that you know you guys came out with a ninety ten split, then you started getting some flack from the community saying, hey, you know you're not brokers in these states, and you're not supervising quote unquote agents and that sort of thing, and you changed your model to. 100%. Tell me about that and tell me how do you, how does Tommy monetize this if I'm showing a house and I get 50 bucks and the consumer gets 6950 how do you get paid? Uh, 
Well, so again, we're, we're not trying to make money off of the commission itself. So uh, there's a there's a num now th there is a percentage that will be taken at some point. We're not doing it right now. Uh, but we want that to be very, very minimal. Like we don't want somebody to come in and try to undercut us and say, ah, oh, well, the solo pro is doing it for 10%. We'll, we'll do it for 5%. We want to deliver as much value to the agents and the consumers as possible and recognize that there's a lot of other opportunities to monetize. So, uh, a big one for us uh, too is look, you know, since our ad ran, we are now at over a thousand agents in 43 states. Wow. That's, that made us bigger than Redfin uh, in terms of the network. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. There's, there's only a thousand Redfin agents. It's 800, I believe is the, is the number that I've most recently heard. Wow. Um, why? What, what, what happened there? Because they came out, they had the most bombastic website for home values you could find. And that was years ago. And now again, Redfin well, was only given a percent kickback where you're given almost the whole thing, right? Well, they have a very, you know, they have a much different business model than ours. And, uh, you know, they are a discount brokerage. And so they're still trying to monetize the commission. Um, and, you know, they've they've had they've had some success, but they have salaried a uh, agents in general. Um, so in ours, you know, it's right now it's free for an agent to sign up. And so we've had agents sign up really around the nation. But, you know, the thing is, we don't need every agent uh, in the nation to sign up. We just need enough. So at some point we will uh, not now, but at some point we will charge agents to participate on the platform. And can you do that? Right. Because, you know, some of the blogs that I read said you can't do that. Right. You can't take money. Right. Unless you're a licensed broker in that state or is that inaccurate? Are you getting your attorney saying that that's inaccurate or how, how well, are you dealing with that? Yeah. I mean, Zillow takes money from agents to advertise their services and newspapers take money from agents to advertise their services. So, so the agent would pay like a monthly fee, like a two ninety nine a month fee or something. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That that makes sense. I got it. So you won't be taking like a portion of the commission that you know of. We're, we're, that's not our, that's not our current model, but look, you know, we're going to be flexible and we're going to be legal. <laughs> but you know what, be... you, you know what, coming back to that, what you said is true. Zillow takes a, don't they, they take a cut, right? Like if I do a Zillow lead, don't I have to pay a referral fee? Well, so it's, it's differences uh, on that. So Zillow, I know has, uh, there's ways where you can take referral fees and, you know, who knows in the future, we might establish, you know, brokerage just uh, really to facilitate that. But, but, but that's not in our current model. I mean, and then on top of that, you know, we're focused on, um, you know, when you're buying a home, a lot of times you're even, with, you know, with an agent, you're on your own. You're trying to figure out how to find a closing attorney and insurance and mortgage. And should you do solar? Should you, you know, all those things. And because we're getting numbers on this stuff, we're getting very attractive to a whole wide variety of industries that would like to connect with a home buyer and seller at specific moments in the process. So therein lies advertising opportunity for you. Well, advertising and more than advertising, I'd say it's like straight referred business. Now, you know, there's some industries where that's uh, that's not allowed like mortgage, but others like closing attorneys and or title where, you know, it varies state by state. Home inspectors. Home inspectors, appraisers. And I mean, what we want to solve for folks, I mean, we literally today I was having lunch with uh, a solar installer. And what do they want to do? They want to they want to connect with home buyers as early in the process as possible, so that they can talk about the value of solar, and that they can also get their solar installation rolled up into their 
um, rolled up until their mortgage. Well, you know, that's a very fragmented market, except with SolarPro, we, uh, we can do that. We so, can connect so, with- so I guess if you put this solar company, to use it for example, let's say it was a large, so let's say it was Solar USA or whatever, right? Sure. All sure. around the, the United States. So if you put up their ad, their ad flashes, right? Just like Facebook or Instagram has done or whatever, right? You put up their ad, you're charging money for their ad. That's fine. But if your agents are sending something out that says use Solar USA and then you're getting a kickback from them, that would be a violation of RESPA, right? Well, so it varies. Again, it's not agents doing this and we're we're a marketplace on this. So we want to aggregate all the information that a home buyer and seller needs and then connect them with that information or that service at exactly the time that they need it. And we, you know, we've clearly reviewed RESPA and there are some industries like mortgage in particular uh, where that is a, you know, th- that is a violation. But there's a n- number of industries uh, in and around the home buying process that have nothing to do with real estate, but have everything to do with marketing or photography or those sorts of things. So, and it, we don't see this at all as a, as a kickback mechanism at all. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I use that word on purpose because it's, it's very forceful. No one likes it because it's a dirty word, but uh, it cuts to the point and ensures that you give me an answer that, that is politically incorrect almost like you answer directly. So I'm sure. glad, I'm glad you did that. So everybody has seen, or a lot of people have seen these videos, like there's this great video on YouTube of these, it wasn't even in America. I think it was like in Norway or something crazy like that, where Uber comes in and there's all these Norwegian taxi drivers and this Uber guy pulls up and picks up a client and these taxi drivers jump on the car and start banging on the car, right? It's, it's embedded in my mind. It's a great video, right? And, it, and it's just showing that these people are extremely emotional about the taxi industry, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they do not want Uber. The same thing is happening with insurance, you know, like insurance is a Geico. Geico was the first one to start it. Geico cut out insurance agents with an 800 number and a $10 an hour employee. So you could call Geico, get your thing on an 800 number. And there was right. And you cut out the agent commission of that same thing with progressive did the same thing, save 15%. Now insurance, right. And I see that almost like a, a Redfin to you. Redfin's giving back 1%, right? So you're like, okay, that is like a Geico, giving back the 1% for the commission there. Now, insurance comes in and their ad says save 45% or up to 45%. And the way they're saying 45 rather than 15 is because it's all a computer. So I see that as Solo Pro is that to Geico, if this is making sense. Solo Pro is insurance to Geico as Redfin to Solo Pro. Does that make sense? Oh, that, that was a... Uh, and, and, uh, and here's my question. Do you see that sort of reaction that you see on YouTube with these taxi drivers banging on this car? Do you see that sort of reaction from other real estate agents seeing their commissions attacked? Are you getting hate yeah. mail? Well, I, I mean, look, I mean, if you read the comments on on Inman or other, there there is a wide variety of um, reactions. I'll just say this, the reaction, like, I definitely have seen reactions and comments, but where I've really seen reactions are in agents coming to us. So every time a article is run, when this podcast airs and somebody listens to it, 
there will be some agents that will say, oh, oh my goodness, they'll send you notes probably of, Pat, why did you have this guy on? But then there will be other agents that will go to our website and they'll say, you know what, I really would like to decide when, where, and how I work. And you know what, I love real estate. I don't love all of it though. And if somebody could solve that prospecting and marketing challenge and I could just do real estate and get paid to do it, that sounds really good. You know, I maybe I want to do a podcast and that's going to take up some time, but I still want to do real estate. Solo Pro allows you to do that. And I mean, it's how like we have done no recruiting for agents and we have over a thousand and forty three states. So, you know, we and the other thing is you don't have to forego your traditional commissions. If you can get a get a buyer and seller to, to pay you full commission, there are certainly those in the market that need that. And, we, you know, we say that all the time. But there are a lot of agents that love this. So, again, you know, back back to this earlier example of of Uber. And certainly we've been called that. But, you know, the differences, though, is, uh, you know, Uber took something that wasn't, you know, that that wasn't a contract status and, and turned it into it. Uh, well, real estate already is that. It's already 1099 employees, but 1099 contractors. But do you see brokers telling their agents, you can't do solo pro because they're in, you would be a scab. That would be like a taxi guy putting an Uber sticker on his yellow cab. They wouldn't let him do that. Well, I don't think they can stop them. You know, the real estate industry has fought hard to maintain their 1099 status. So the last time I checked, you can't tell a 1099 employee where they can and can't make money. So again, I, I don't think that Solo Pro is for everybody, but I do think that back to again that Uber and you know taxi cab analogy is we're focused on the consumer, like that's who I think the the focus should be on. What does the consumer want and need, and we're providing it for. Them. Well, here's here's an interesting thought I just had. So. This is where it could be highly advantageous to a consumer and very disruptive. If I go to a large builder, say H.R. Kavokian or Ryland Homes or Toll Brothers, right? And I'm a consumer and I roll in there and say, look, I don't have an agent. I want two and a half, three percent, whatever the co-op commission is. I want that off the price of my house, right? They're going to say, we can't do that because, you know, and the reason is because they don't want to destroy the relationship with, with the realtors. They don't want to get a reputation like they're cutting out realtors, so they'll just tell the person, hey, that's part of the marketing budget. It, it's, it's worked into the house anyways. We're not going to give you the house for 97%. Maybe a small builder will, but the big builder won't, right? So I could see people using Solo Pro and having the paying the $50 simply to get into the system to get the house for 97.5 or 97% of the actual value. Does that make sense? Well, I, you know, I, I think that there is a difference here. I mean, the in order to facilitate that rebate, you are submitting in your offer and closing through uh, an agent found through SoloPro because all those agents that, that are on SoloPro have agreed to do to get paid for what they do and uh, and then to facilitate that rebate. So there, there might be scenarios there for a new builder where they would prefer to work with a buyer coming in through Solo Pro. So there's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of variability. As you know, you've been in this industry for a long time. Every buyer's different. Every deal is different. Why is the compensation the same? 
that's one of our fundamental questions that we're answering through Solo Pro. No, why isn't it the same? You mean? No, but why? Why is it a sort of standard commission or standard co-op commission uh, on a really complex deal on a you know on a ten million dollar house on a hundred thousand dollar house? Just doesn't make a lot of sense uh, to us, nor does it make a lot of sense to a lot of consumers. Hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, give me a list of like what a consumer could get and what would it cost. Well, I mean, if you go to the, you know, to the pricing page on that right now, you can, you can see sort of the list of the specific services. And what we've done is we've responded to uh, consumers who really have use case scenarios. So we, it's $9.99, you know, base price to buy or sell a home. And that gets you, you know, uh, you know representation from offer through close. Um, but then if you want to do, you know, specific, a la carte services, you can pay as you go uh, as well. And those are things like, um, you know, a see a house, make an offer, transaction coordination. Uh, you can do it, you know, that way. So home search alerts, $25. Price of home, $50. A phone consultation, $50. Hold an open house, $100. List a home, $100. Tour homes, $50. $50. Transaction coordination, $800. So we've got our first kind of, you know, agents that, that specialize in closing that now are getting enough business where they are kind of, this becomes more of their primary uh, source of income. Because that, that's a good deal because I have a transaction coordinator and she gets $300 a deal. Yeah. So yeah. $800 a deal for the agent is probably, you know, is a good deal. Yeah, for the agent yes. that is, if that's all yeah, they're and, doing, yeah, right. And 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 again, Pat, this isn't transaction coordination, and you know, you've been out hustling, and you've dealt with a bunch of buyers that didn't show, and you know, you had five buyers, and you finally get down to one transaction coordination. This is Jim Smith who appears on your phone and says, "I would like to put an offer in on three two three Elm Street," and then you know, coordinate that transaction. So. You know, this is where agents are really excited about this, which is we're solving this prospecting and marketing challenge that I'm, you, know, you solved and and you know my co-founder saw, solved, but a lot a lot of agents don't. So you got, if I'm quoting this correctly, a 1.4 million dollar investment from a subsidiary of Lowe's, the the home improvement chain. Tell me about that. Well, I can't speak to uh, the specific investors and I can't and I don't want to project, you know, kind of you know, their thoughts or anything like that. We, we have a fantastic group of, of investors. The entire amount was just north of one point six million. Uh, and we're, you know, venture backed and we're going to go raise some more later this year. So we're looking for, you know, great investors. And I think we found them. Um, these are folks that. A lot of them have deep, deep experience in, in the home buying experience and the home renovation experience. And I think it's this general idea that um, uh, they believe that we're on to something. Well, if anybody out there saw the big short, you understand what a hedge is. Basically, a hedge is saying, you know, if you're scared to death about something, then invest in the opposite of it. And uh, so if this conversation is scaring you to pieces... Maybe you want to be, an, and you're an angel investor, maybe you got an investment for you here in, in uh, Tommy's company. Something to think about rather than getting upset. Very interesting. This has um, been an incredible interview. Let me ask you one question, then I'll let you finish with some closing remarks. A lot of agents out there, being the devil's advocate, will say, you know, Tommy doesn't scare me. Solo Pro doesn't scare me. Not that you're trying to scare people, but they say these discount brokers, they come and they go. 
You know, there's mm-hmm. save six. Every six, seven years with the cycle, you see save six come up, then they close. Same mm-hmm. thing with like help you sell. Look at Redfin. You know, they came out like a lion. Now, you know, they're down to 800 agents. Oh, they come and they go. In a, an extreme seller's market, this stuff works. Mm-hmm. In a maybe an extreme buyer's market, now that they can get the the kickback, you know whatever that may work. But in a, a market with equilibrium, where it takes six months to sell a house on average, and where buyers struggle getting loans, and also with one in ten taking into account one in ten buyers or sellers that an agent deals with is probably on the lunatic fringe. I mean, they need psychological help. They'll say, this will never work because people need hand-holding. It's a lot harder than Tommy is anticipating the real estate transaction to be. So, so it's a two-part question. How are you different from all that, from the other companies that I mentioned? And how are your agents going to handle it when it gets really, really tough? Well, I, I just say a few things on this. Is Look, you know, I've... I, in, in between the army career and all that, I got a PhD. And the first thing that happens when you get a PhD is you review the literature. You do this long, extensive literature review. And you've, you, the purpose is, is so that you study everything that has been written and done before. So you know if you are contributing something new. And so that's the first thing that we did is we looked at all these models and we looked at them hard. Uh, we, and we thought, oh, should we really give the entire commission back? Because, boy, it makes some sense maybe just to keep half a point or a point or something like that. But then it's like, but then we're just like those folks, and it's just a cheaper version. And we didn't want to do that. I wanted to create something really good and long-lasting. And so we're not a discount brokerage. We're not Help You Sell. We're not Redpin. We are not a licensed brokerage. We are a marketplace, and marketplaces compete on different rules. Our enemy, like all enemies in marketplaces, is inefficiency. Our enemy is the looky-loo who is wasting your time, who thinks that because a lot of your agents say that it's a free service, which is total BS and kind of illegal to say, they think it's a free service and they're just going to use and use and use and never buy. So let me stop you right there. So what he's saying is if you're advertising, hey, being a buyer agent is free to you. The seller pays it. He's saying that's bullshit. It could, it's borderline illegal. Well, um, look, it's not it's not free. You, you, there's 3% tacked on to the, home and the, to the price of the home and you're financing it. So it's even worse than free. And it's I, even and, worse than if you were paying for it. Right. And, so, I, and I think what the other thing you're trying to say is that also with the difference between a marketplace and a brokerage is now with help you sell, save six, they had a retail location. They had computers, they had desks, they had telephones, they had training, they had licensing fees. And you're saying that we don't have any of that, right? All, all we are is almost like a website platform and some guys. Exactly. So our enemy is inefficiency. And so it's like we don't like the looky look. We don't like the idea of somebody out there using, spending your very precious time and effort. And boy, you know, when you've been in the military as long as I have and deployed as long as I have, I realize life is very short and you shouldn't be wasting it on a looky look. But it's also... If you're a broker out there and you've got an agent in there and you're looking at your pool of agents and saying, geez, 85% of them are going to wash out because you know what? It's hard to be a full service, 24-7 real estate agent. Now I could say, Jim and Jane, why don't you focus on showing homes or doing transaction coordination? There's a great platform that brings 
clients directly to your door and you can learn the craft of real estate, get income. Oh, wait, you had a kid and you can't work 24-7 anymore? No, no problem. And our enemy is the agent that did a few hours of work and is charging just as much as an agent that, you know, had that horrible, you know, client and they went above and beyond and they put in 200 hours of work. Those are our enemies that solo pro attacks. So we're fundamentally different than those models that are out there. And also, I, I'll just say this too, we're not antagonistic to, to agents. You know, look, it's not for everybody, but we're built by a fantastic agent who taught me, you know, I bring the consumer perspective, he brings the agent perspective. We built something that's good for both. Wow. So what do you say about the second part, which is, you know, people will say, oh, it's a home. It's not a house. It's it's a emotional thing that someone is crying at the listing appointment because they don't want to leave this thing and they, they want to fall in love with this. So it's an emotional thing and they get upset. And as a realtor, we're part psychologist, we're part education, we're part lawyer, we're part of all those yeah, things. And, yeah. and you can't possibly do that for a thousand bucks. What do you, what do you say to that critic? Well, we've got, you know, so I'd say that's not in every case. And the, that the person that you just described probably should use a traditional real estate agent. And, you know, we talk about 3%, maybe you should charge 5% if you're providing that, you know, or 20%. I mean, that's, that's a basic tip. But for, for us, we look at that and look, you with Solo Pro, you still have a licensed and insured agent with you during that period of time that is helping you through that that process. You know, we say this all that we're not disintermediators. We are not a company that's that foresees an agentless transaction. We see agents provide huge value, but it's at specific points. It's variable consumer by consumer. And in cases like that, a marketplace model is much more efficient than a commission-based model. It will be interesting to watch what happens, certainly from the outside. And I wish you the best of luck with everything. If, if anybody would like to get information on Tommy or Solo Pro, I'm going to put all the contact information on hybendigital.com backslash Solo Pro, hybendigital.com backslash solo pro and i'll leave you with the parting words tommy well I, i'll just say this I, I pat i appreciate your time and like i have deep respect for not just the industry but but the super successful players like yourself in the in the industry and you know to the listeners out there please visit solopro.com that's s-o-l-o-p-r-o.com find out for yourself and join this army of agents out there that decides when where and how you work and radically get paid when you do thanks tommy thanks pat well i hope you have enjoyed this session of real estate rock stars I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.